Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It is the 11th of December, year of our Lord, 2023, and my God in heaven. Man, that was scary. Um, we saw it. We were going to go junking. And uh, at the last minute, I said, well, I'm going to podcast. And we said, we'll save it for next week. Because we're going to head to Franklin, Kentucky, which would have put us right in the path of that tornado as we were coming back. At the same time, we would have been on those roads and we would have been tore the fuck up. And we got a warning, which was rare. Um, we usually don't get tornado warnings on our phone. Then I found out why, because they're doing a new thing when it's on the ground and not radar indicated, they're sending out phones. So we both got it on our phone and then we watched the storm front and realized we were good before we went downstairs. But I drove there yesterday after my workout and um, it's horrible. It's, it's, you know, a boy got killed, a family got killed. There was some major destruction. So um, here is a compilation of all the videos that I found of this F3 tornado in Clarksville, Tennessee, which just doesn't happen that much. We had the one in 97, a couple small ones, but this one, um, the first area I went to where this was, and well, I'll talk about it afterwards. It, it's horrible.
Clarksville EF3 tornado had 150 mile per hour winds, 91 homes destroyed, 675 damaged, and six people killed. Because as you saw, it, it went to multiple locations. Down from uh, 4.30 p.m., 20,000 customers without power. Light bands down to 11.6. There's still whole sections, nothing. Clark School School of Fine Arts was destroyed by the storm. Walnut Grove Missionary Baptist Church, roof damage. I went past one church. The brick was just gone. Storm survey was the EF3 passed through Montgomery County with 150-mile-per-hour winds and a path of 600 yards wide. It was a very big tornado, as you saw. Um, a state and local official tour of the damage group included Bill Lee. They were there by two o'clock the day of. Um, there, there's a one I missed. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Where the hell was it? It's a. Uh, um, here it is. Here is a flyover. It um, it tore some shit up. And it's hard to believe because the storm wasn't that bad. We were having decent weather that day. And it was just a cold front that came in. And it got really warm. It got to 75. And the last time we had a really bad one was in December. Before that was in January. Um, this is kind of a long video, but I wanted to share it. This is a man who instantly went out and started taking care of people.
just uh, <clears throat> heartbreaking. The whole thing's heartbreaking. It's just hard to imagine that it was a Saturday. Everybody was hanging out. We weren't supposed to have storms. We were supposed to have rain. Then by morning, we're going to have some storms, but nobody said it was going to be like this. The next thing you know, we're, we got carnage. So wanted to cover it because it's rare that it's right here. Now we're going to go into some fun. I'm going to play a flutist, a flautist. I don't fucking know how you say it. Um, a really cool uh, TikTok and a little boy getting caught. And this is so fucking adorable. That's some funny shit right there. I, I really like that. Um, flute guy just giving her, and I love it. And that is just really funny. Um, there's actually a picture of him, but he's just fucking, he's totally in it. And then um, had some memuses. And, of course, because this is a thrown together, hey, we're not going anywhere. I want you to go podcast so I can have the TV. I'm... Uh, Kind of soup bone today. Ba-ba-ba-boom, ba-ba-ba-boom. Okay. Um, I've had these funny things for a while, so we're going to do some funny, a little LGBTQIA, EIEIO stuff because i got a really good soundbite. But um, this is Monday Memes. So some are funny, some aren't. Sometimes I go through my gallery of A-plus memes and GIFs on my phone, and I wonder, did I save them, or did they save me? That's pretty funny. I mean, I do have some funny shit on my phone um, that I keep. And a couple pictures of pretty girls in dresses. I keep those, too, just for smiles. I have good news, and I have bad news. Here's Waldo, which I think that's that's a funny one. This, I think, is a great meme. No, I didn't eat today. My stomach hurts. American Indian kid in Indian headdress. That's bad. That weird ass kid who's been used by his parents and we used for Netflix to do series while men adjusted their dongs in front of him. Yeah, that's good. The Chiefs get again. Young Chief fan apologizes for appropriating Elizabeth Warren and wearing Trudeau face. <laughs> That's pretty freaking funny. <laughs> Arguing with me is pointless. I knew I was wrong 10 minutes ago. I'm just trying to make you mad now. That is me, 100%. I, I know what the wife and I, we don't back down on arguments just because we just want to piss each other off. It's fun. It's the only entertainment we have now. And then this is me on a computer. Program not responding. Click, 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 click. Issue resolved. 317 clicks have corrected the error. I am so like that. I I am so into that. That's a fucking funny-ass meme. Um, here are some more. I just didn't want to capture all. This is pretty fucking funny. 
while I'm eating my cracker. I love being an American. I'm ashamed of America. It's an oppressive nation. That commie is lucky we weren't in a helicopter and he dumps her. That's so good. I'm trying to do in the mic. This one was me this weekend. For the first time in 20 months, I had beef. Well, it wasn't beef, it was lamb. And I didn't get sick. Which is freaking amazing. Because, uh, I haven't had red meat in so long. I I don't know. And then lastly, this one, which is sadly my life right now. Oh, I think I just fucked up. Yeah, I didn't actually save it. Here we go. My life is a series of what-the-fuck moments separated by snacks. And that's so true. Then we got a Friday one that I sat on, and I don't even know when this came out. This is from, well, I guess it was from this Friday. Oh, that was later. Our exterminator left his notebook at our house today, and literally this is all he wrote down. And for those that are listening, a fucking picture of a mouse, which that's probably kind of fucked up. Probably kind of fucked up. I'm just saying. I don't think that's cool. So this weekend, this happened where somehow this person's going to save Joe Biden's presidency. And the article is, is pretty funny. Swift epitomizes contemporary superstardom with unparalleled popularity and an immense following. At 2024 approaches, the singer could play a pivotal role for democracy by securing the re-election of President Biden. Fueled by her extensive collection of infectious songs and the dedicated fan base, her era's turn, recent album releases, and blossoming romance with Travis Kelsey, Swift will be leading a figure in popular culture throughout 2024. Beyond her economic impact to the U.S. through her tour, Swift's untapped political influence could help him. It goes goes on to break down that 272 million followers to register to vote. And I just want to remind them of this, which is starting to happen, like really bad. And this, and these are from female audiences, you know, books and shit. So when it came up this weekend, and I'm putting it in funny, um, there was an interview, of course, for the Time magazine. And these are the things she said. You know what? Fuck everyone who says I only make my songs about my exes because I made the fucking music industry, bitch. Taylor Swift insists she is none the wiser about the level of coverage she gets at Travis Kelsey's NFL games, nor how much she is, 
P asterisk 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 asterisking off football fans in the process. Swift sparked a frenzy when she first rocked up at Arrowhead to watch new love interest Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs face the Chicago Bears on September 24. With their relationship going from strength to strength, the pop sensation has returned to Kansas City for several games which have followed, while also attending Chiefs fixtures on the road in both New Jersey and Green Bay. However, the hysteria surrounding her appearances at NFL games, and the excessive TV coverage she ultimately receives, has irked diehard football fans who simply want to watch the game. Swift, though, says she has no idea how much she is being shown on TV at Arrowhead or any other stadium. There's a camera, like, a half mile away, and you don't know where it is, and you have no idea when the camera is putting you in the broadcast, so I don't know if I'm being shown 17 times or once. She then added, I'm just there to support Travis. I have no awareness of if I'm being shown too much and p asterisk 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 asterisking off a few dads, brads, and chads. Swift watched Kelsey lose a game for the very first time over the weekend, with the Chiefs suffering defeat on the road against the Packers. The pair have been spotted out on a number of occasions in recent months, enjoying two date nights in New York City back in October. Yet according to Swift, they only went public with their relationship after dating for some time behind the scenes. This all started when Travis very adorably put me on blast on his podcast, which I thought was metal as hell, she said. We started hanging out right after that. So we actually had a significant amount of time that no one knew, which I'm grateful for, because we got to get to know each other. By the time I went to that first game, we were a couple. I think some people think that they saw our first date at that game. We would never be psychotic enough to Taylor Swift said in an interview, she has no awareness she's being seen too much during Chiefs games, pissing off dads, brads, and chads. Well, I'm a dad, and these are my sons, Chad and Brad. I'm Chad Bradson. I'm Brad Bradson. And I'm Chad Bradson Sr. Our mom went to a Taylor Swift concert six weeks ago and never came back. That's why me, Chad, and Dad are mad. Sure, a lot of Chads and Brads just want to see tackles, touchdowns, and really long punts, but we just want our mom back. Taylor, if you're listening, can you please tell my wife to come home? Her name is Madison Bradson. Dad, that's you in a wig. I didn't have a reason for it. Come back, Madison. You know, I can't say that in my 30s, if I was as rich and popular as she was, I wouldn't be a little cocky, too. I mean, we'd all be a little cocky, but, um, yeah, that's a huge turnoff. Uh, the whole Brad Chad's and Dad's thing and those two and I don't know. I mean, she looks beautiful in a dress. I'm not going to say I don't kind of feel funny every time I... <clears throat> see her in a dress. I do. It's inappropriate. I shouldn't because she's too young. And just two years ago, I didn't even remotely find her attractive. Um, but she's very attractive. And it seems like the whole world likes her. But it's just getting so fucking old. It doesn't even matter if you don't want to hear about those two wahoos. I mean, it's to the point that I used to root for the Chiefs, but I was so fucking happy yesterday when they lost. Especially the amazing play. I mean, I'll be honest. What Kelsey did was an amazing play. If you haven't seen it, he did a lateral, and the guy that caught 
the lateral was offsides, which is a fucked up call. I mean, I, I'm I always I always take those kind of things as okay. If it was the Packers, who by the way are two games out of first place in the North, fuck me running. I didn't think we we're. I mean, something changed on that team. I think they just finally got their shit together and decided to stop losing, which I'm really happy about because I'm watching football again. I mean, I, I really had a hard time after the Ducks lost. Um, I kind of knew it was going to happen. They were on a high, and they just... Every time the Ducks are cocky, they fucking lose. That's just how it is. And the Packers, well, they've just been fucked up since... I don't remember last time they weren't fucked up. Let's be honest. They were fucked up under Rodgers. They haven't been to the Super Bowl and since... 2011 so that's 12 years and I wanted to literally root against the Chiefs because they've wanted enough it's I mean I like it I, I gotta be quite honest I like when it rotates when there's different teams but I can't even listen to that podcast anymore guys like that are just they're the reason I get pissed off <laughs> I mean no man should have that much power to call a woman and she just shows the fuck up no, nobody should have that much power. But he does. And, I mean, he is as popular as she is. And it's just fucking annoying. So I think it's more that I'm in that phase of life where I'm old and I'm sick of hearing about young people and how cool they are. And, yeah, I'm just an old, disgruntled bitch. But it's always coming up in my timeline. And if you, you know, I even posted the day uh, uh Instagram... Uh, playlist and I, I talked about what I was listening to which I've been doing a lot of Architects um, man they are a really good band I didn't even know they existed um, and Spirit Box and of course the band that I'm annoying all of you with uh, Sleep Token um, and I had some random Swifty go oh but you should really listen to Taylor's blah 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 and I'm like I don't want to listen to Taylor I would love to listen to Taylor. She's got a great voice. Kind of got a little crush thing going on her in a dress, only a dress. But at the end of the day, no power chords. There's no power chords. And so I'm a person that likes power chords. I want a guitar. I don't need screaming. I need a hook. So I can't just do straight up screaming. But I, I need a guitar. I'm a rock guy. That's what I need. And you don't have any of that in modern music. Not her music, at least. So I wanted to cover that because it was all over the goddamn place. And I thought it was so cute. Those I'm dad, Brad, and Chad. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, good on them because, you know, that's that's your egos catching up with you. And, and I just want to remind last point, since I kind of went on a tangent because I'm setting up the next segment. Um, do you remember Katy Perry? No. I understand Taylor Swift's been around a lot longer than Katy Perry, and Taylor Swift will be here forever, and she'll be like Madonna, and I'll be in my 70s going, Jesus Christ, do we need a third release of 1989? And people are buying like crazy. But do you hear about Katy Perry? Because the last time we saw Katy Perry, she went in all in on an election, and that was it. 
I don't think people understand the Foo Fighters went away for a while. Three Doors Down went away for a while. The more they get political, some of the fan base goes, fuck that shit. I don't want you to tell me. I want you to make me shake my ass, not tell me who to vote for. And she's very political. She's very liberal because they all are. Um, but I am I'm kind of shocked. But I won't be shocked if she does. I mean, she comes and does something at a concert and the media takes it and just puts it on blast of the, oh, um, Taylor says you should vote for so-and-so. Yeah, I, I, I won't be surprised. And a lot of lemmings are going to vote for Biden anyway. I mean, I don't think it's going to change an election. I don't think they understand that it's nothing that's going to change this election. You're either going to vote for Biden because you hate Trump, or you're going to vote for Trump because you hate Biden, or you're not going to vote like me. This is the first election. I'm just not voting. And I know I do a political thing, and that's a piece of shit answer, and maybe I'll change my mind, but right now I just cannot find a reason for me to go down to a polling booth, wait in line for hours in early voting to fucking vote for two pieces of shit I didn't want to vote for four years ago and a piece of shit I didn't want to vote for eight years ago because we can't get candidates that aren't pieces of shit. I mean, it would just be nice once in my life to vote for a candidate, not against a candidate, for. And right now, I don't think I can vote for Trump, and I don't think Biden should even be running because he's mentally incapable of doing the job. The man, once again, tinfoil hat, new to the show, not a Trumper, not a fucking Bidener, not a liberal, not conservative. I'm down the middle on most everything. I just hate the media and the way we just lean everything to left. I truly believe, once again, and I say it almost every other fucking podcast, something happened to him that summer. Right before the election, something medically happened because that dude has not been the same person. Biden used to be able to talk shit. Biden was very articulate. Biden was, this is a big fucking deal. He couldn't tell you what's big or fucking or a deal right now. He barely can read the shit they put on a fucking teleprompter. He's a fucking hot mess. Something mentally happened. But in their minds, as the Hill so eloquently asked Taylor Swift to save democracy. They believe you're saving democracy by electing Biden and having people that are not in charge and not voted in running democracy because that's what's happening right now. The president of the United States not running the country. Other people are running the country. And when you break it down, that's fucked up. That's not how it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be the person we elect. But mentally, he can't do it. He doesn't even know what he's saying. You know I'm right on that. The dude's, he's brain dead. So we're going to move on to, all right, be safe, honey. I love you. It's okay. Sorry, wife unit came in. She's going to get groceries and she wanted me to know. So um, we're going to move on to TikTok section. This is pretty funny. I Somehow I looked at these algorithms Pretty fucking interesting. I, I looked at one Instagram, all right, motivation video. I'm now going to play one, two, three, four, five. Then I got shoved in my feed.
Don't bother walking a mile in my shoes. You'd get bored. Try spending 30 seconds in my head. You'd want to put a bullet through it. Fuck that last talk you think you need to have with them. You've already had too many. It's just another opportunity for them to feed you bullshit. Never forget how worthless they made you feel. It's time. Fuck what they are talking about. Rule number seven. Be so fucking disciplined that people think you're psycho. Being ignored for hours or days is one of the clearest signs that a person doesn't care for you. In today's world, people are glued to their phones and on high alert for notifications. So when a person says that they're too busy, don't believe them. Because if you really mean something to them, they will set aside even a little time to respond to you, no matter how busy they are. Remember that. One thing people need to understand about extremely nice, kind, loving people is that their other side is just as extreme. It's the hell they have survived that makes them gentle. Don't mistake their self-control for weakness. The beast inside them is sleeping, not dead. You know, the last two, um, they hit home. Uh, let's be honest. No, I wouldn't be thinking about other chicks crushing. If I had a quarter attention. So that one hit. But the lion one, I like the lion one. Buried deep inside me is still that guy. I don't know where that guy went. Sometimes it pisses me off. My brother Matt always is really, uh, really kind about sending me occasional off this podcast, hey, dumbass, you're still that guy, um, which is really nice of him. But, you know, I, I've had the conversation with the wife who still thinks I'm going through a midlife and I'm trying to find a different woman and all this crazy fucking shit just because I'm going to a gym. But I'm going to a fucking gym because I'm just sick of me. And I think all of us get to that point where we're like, you know, I'm in pain, I got this, I got that, I don't like the way I look, I'm going to go do something about it. And that's just my way of dealing with it. But I've documented on this. It's weird when you get in your 50s. You start realizing you're not that bad motherfucker you used to be, and you don't walk into rooms and nobody's fucking impressed. I remember walking in rooms and people were impressed. I remember walking in rooms and women noticed me. Now I walk in and I'm a fucking ghost. I mean, it's like nobody knows it. So I think those are things that affect all of us. So we handle it differently. My way of handling it is just to fucking work out. You know, a six-mile walk is an hour and 45 minutes, hour in a gym. 3.30 this morning, I walked in a gym. I got home at 6.30 with commute. Felt better. That's the way I deal with it. But those last two, I like them. Those are good. So I'm glad it was in my feed because I looked at one, the Instagram Reels thing. Looked at some motivation thing. And uh, now that's all I get is that shit. So doing our TikToks, I have no clue what I grabbed. I don't even know if some of this shit's a repeat. So um, I just went and grabbed shit. So we're going to start with the cool-ass rocker chick. Okay, let's try that again. Because the volume was fucked up and it was going outside in front of my earbud. 
that's uh, that's pretty cool. Some about I like this chick. Some about hard rock chicks I I just dig. I don't know why. All right, here's another one. I think she's just getting sent music and she listens to it. It's kind of weird, but of all the TikToks, this is the only one I can actually. This one and that other lady were the only ones I said. Well, this has a purpose. You're at least putting out music and you're saying, "Hey, this is my music." So. Hey, Dad, hand me the ox. I want to play some classic rock. Okay, I already played this one. This is a fucking repeat. Sorry, folks. It came up in my feed again, so I grabbed it. All right, let's try this one. All I want for Christmas is to be on a hit Okay, this is the one thing that I don't think is cool. I'm kind of old-fashioned because I'm a geek, and I really, really like Christmas, and I love Christmas music. So, yeah, I'm not about Santa take me out. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, so that was Rocker Chick. Now we got Cop Lady, and once again, Cop Lady doesn't fucking do her job. These are four in my feed. Once again, yesterday, just start grabbing fucking vids for this little section where dad gives comments to people that never hear it, and nobody cares. But it's just fun, because this is, I think it's fun. I enjoy this. Here she is the first time. Oh, no, it's not her. Okay. You know, that's a thing I'm seeing a lot of lately, and I gotta admit, I don't think that's cool. Um, you know, I have tats. A lot of tats. You know, one, two, three, four tats. Um, a sl- partial sleeve that goes to about here. I don't think it should be outside when you're a cop. We saw this, especially that neck shit. First of all, yeah, it's kind of sexy. But when it's like that, that ain't sexy. That's just creepy. And I don't understand why that's okay for law enforcement. I don't think it should be okay, personally. I, I think you should have to be a little more presentable. You know, maybe I'm old-fashioned. Maybe I'm going off the old military. I mean, we used to have standards, but not, it doesn't seem like we do anymore. Um, all right, here comes uh, another one of the cop chick. I think we played that before because it's been in there before, but I'm going to tell you, I, I once again am asking, does she do her job? I don't think she's doing her fucking job. I think she needs to do her job. She's a police officer, and all we're doing is tic-tac paddy-whacking. No wonder why crime's up. Here's the next one. Oh, this isn't her. Show me how you fuck her baby dad. Okay, that is just not no that. Okay, dad's gonna dad's gonna talk now. I just no. What kind of guy are you want to get? Talking about making daddy's hoe mad. What? He's a cute young girl, but that's not gonna get you the boy you're looking for. You're gonna get a bad boy. Well, that's what she wants. A bad boy. Cop again. I don't care who you are, what you look like, or how you choose to live your life. If you're good to me, I'll be good to you. See, this is when I start questioning the whole tic tac paddywhack. Because that's a pretty woman. I don't think she's alone. I, I gotta think that there are guys lined up every night going, hey, what's up? I'll go get a cup of coffee. Here she is again. See you later, sweetheart. 
You'll see me later. <laughs> you a crazy man. You crazy. If you go to her account, this is all she does. It worries me. It literally worries me because I, I wonder who's pulling security up there. All right, random one. This looks like a Christmas one. Oh, okay. This I, I did this. This is one of those. This is how people make it, I guess. They grab that template and then they do the whole arrow up, arrow down, that kind of stuff. So I, I put that one in because I didn't know how people made that stuff. Now I do. What I want to know is where do you get the fake voice shit? Because it's now on YouTube and on Instagram you have the, the this is when you get your groove on. The weird voice. I don't know where that voice comes from. I know a lot about computers, but I don't know that shit. I don't think her ex-husband left her. Because she's pretty. I think that's a bullshit one. I think some of these are bullshit. I think it's just to get you to click. I must be old, because I don't get how that's... To me, that's just kind of annoying. Next. I didn't get very good ones anymore. Oh, we saw this. My parents. Okay, yeah, that's a repeat. Sorry. That's a repeat. Here's another one. This lady's, uh does a lot of comedy ones. I guess I didn't uh, grab a... You know, the one thing I want to bring up is, Matt, there's a lot of lonely women out there. You need to do something about it, bro. Because that, that's all I see. This is all I get. And maybe it's because I'm clicking on it, but what the fuck? Back with another million. Help! Help! Why did you hit send on that? Why? I don't understand why you would hit send. That's just a weird-ass video. Next. Oh, we saw this one. Sorry, repeat. They're all, they keep coming back up, so I just grab them because I don't pay attention. A lot of 37-year-old single women. So what I'm thinking on my theory is, is the seven-year itch. Anybody's been married a long time, you get the seven-year itch. Um, we had it. That's when we weren't actually having hallway sex. We passed each other and said, fuck you. We just didn't talk. And I think people are getting married later, so they're getting married at 30, and now it's the seven-year itch. Because it seems like every woman is, I'm 37, but I'm single. Very repetitive. She looks like her daddy for a reason. Don't make her act like him too. Classy, bougie, peachy. Maybe there's a market for that. I'm not buying. Maybe next time I'll be in love. 
I think at the end of the day, for me, when I'm watching this, every time I'm kind of sad. There's a lot of lonely people out there. There really is. It's kind of sad. And I don't understand. I don't know if it's because people aren't taking relationships serious or maybe it's just that people don't want relationships. They just want, you know, hookups. Um, things have changed. But I... Almost everyone I see is pretty sad. Like this one. She's pretty. And I know that that's got to be hard. I was a product of that. My mom divorced my dad. And um, yeah, it was a mess. So I'm sure it's harder for a woman who has kids. One time I tried to flirt with this insanely hot waiter and he shut me down immediately with his face. Not like in a mean way or anything. He didn't glare at me, but he looked at me in a way that made me feel like I was an elementary school student who had just been reprimanded by her favorite teacher. And I, I felt really bad because I thought, you know what? Even though I didn't say anything inappropriate, I probably shouldn't have been flirting with him at his place of employment. That's really rude. That's kind of annoying. And I would have just forgotten about it, except the next night I was hanging out with my friend Anna. And Anna is the most beautiful beautiful person in the world inside and out and lots of people agree with me anytime we were together she would get approached repeatedly and asked out on dates and she would always say tea you know thank you and I didn't want to go out with these doofuses either but I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit jealous at times because I wasn't used to being so invisible and what was worse than occasionally feeling jealous was when she would notice is this annoying you I just want to see is it me am I the asshole that I occasionally felt jealous. Like one night she got asked out five times in a row. And after the fifth time, she turned and she saw the look on my face and she just went, you are so beautiful. Just absolutely stunning. You know, I'm just emotionally invested now. I gotta find out how the story ends. I really hope you know that. And I was like, no, no, don't say that. That makes this so much worse. But she is genuinely one of the best friends anybody could ever have a life-changing friend if you were lucky enough to encounter her so we're hanging out one night and who should walk in but hot waiter boy and she said oh now he's cute and i said i know right i saw him at anthony's last night because he's a waiter there and i tried to flirt with him but he totally shut me down and i feel really bad about it and she was like oh, i don't feel bad about it he's a waiter he's probably used to it and i would have done the exact same thing and that made me feel a little bit better and then he saw anna and my question on this because now i don't care anymore she lost me. Dude fucking totally lost me. I don't know where the story's going. Our friend's hot. She's not. And waiter boy. And now I don't care. Why do you have to TikTok that? Why can't you just keep talking? It's like all the little stop and starts. I mean, I know I, I'm not like Ben Shapiro up in this bitch, but I don't ever do redos. I fuck it up. I fuck it up. It's supposed to be a live podcast. That's what I'm pretending to do. Or like a live broadcast. I've been doing it since day one on my fucking phone. I didn't do it then. I'm not going to do it now. But I don't understand why all the start stops. It's very odd. She's pretty. Matt, find her. Bring her to Thanksgiving. I'll stare at her. Appropriately. I should just have a sign I hold up. Why did you hit send? I don't understand some of these. But I'm going to be inappropriate now. These two, 
I understand. As a male species, general, you know, generic dude, these two, I get. So we're going to have to replay that for a second and then just push a pause. Wait a minute, replay. Got to be quite honest, they didn't build them like that when I was young. Damn. And this girl. I have a lot of rules not to look at young girls. We've talked about it. We go through it all the time on the show. In this section. But this young girl. If you're scrolling right now and you see me, just say hi. You don't have to follow me. You don't have to like the post. But if you can just say hi to me, it'll make my day better. If you're scrolling right now and you see me, just say hi. So on all previous, Matt, ignore them. Just everyone up to this post, ignore them. And Vanessa Saku, S-A-A-Q-U. Yeah, Thanksgiving. You and her, welcome in my house. I won't talk to you at all. I mean, I'll, I'll never talk to you. In fact, I'll ignore you. If you bring her, if you bring her over, I'm just going to ignore the fuck out of you, and I'm just going to stare at that that young girl because that wow, that's yeah, that's a beautiful woman, beautiful. So now I get TikTok. <laughs> I totally get it. So we're going to do a media uh, a music thing now. Um, Instead of me reviewing it, this is the best uh, non-metal discoveries of 2023 by Metal B-I-R-B. Figure I just put out a professional one for any music lover to find some new music. So, uh, it's only six minutes. Enjoy. Good morning, guys. So different kind of video today. It's going to be for a very chill song, and it's one of my favorite discoveries of 2023 next to Black Shape. So if you haven't seen my Black Shape video, I highly recommend it because that song is also incredible. That's also not metal, but basically it's perfect for a night drive. The band is called No Kind of Rider with the song Autumn. It's very chill indie rock, so it's a big change of pace, but I also love showing you guys you know, my different kind of taste in music because I don't listen to metal all the time. Sometimes I really need those palate cleansers outside of the channel. So if you also need something that's a little bit more chill and soft, then I hope this is the perfect song for you. And I hope they enjoy it as much as I do. But I think that's all we really need for chit chat. So no kind of rider, Autumn. by this music video already. Yeah, Village Wolves got bangers for sure. Thousand views. See, I don't need 
five years ago too. This verse is so good. I'm really hoping the chorus is just as good as it is. And this music video is yeah, super well done. I love the color palette. It's like movie quality. to the side just filming his music video adding to my road trip playlist and just favorite songs in general I love this the music video was already amazing best music video of the stream that that's one but two just the song itself was just so 
beautifully well done. It was vibey, but even the key melody, I loved how it resonated throughout the entire track. And instead of having a verse and a big chorus, like in most music, all they did was just add a little bit to the beat in the chorus and change up the key melody a little bit and just change the vocal melody, but it's still the same vibe. So it didn't feel like two drastic different sections. So the whole song was almost a whole vibe and very trance-like. And then it built up towards the final chorus too. We got the drumming started to get a little bit more frantic, but then it just mellowed out towards the end. Like to me, this is just uh, such a vibey track that was super well written, amazing melodies throughout the entire thing and an amazing music video to pair with it. This is a, uh, yeah, 9.2 now 9.2 this is one of the best songs i songs i heard all month i'd say my new obsession i think dude village wolf thank you dude i really really enjoyed that let's uh we got another one from village wolf though all right i thought that was a nice little succinct little setup we're now going to go into some woke um originally was going to play a section uh another one of those uh gays react to liberal stuff um but it, we're out of time today so i'm gonna play uh three short woke bites and close the show out whether joe biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left the dividing line in america is no longer between right or left the choice is between normal or crazy. You know I look f***ed up right now? It's because I've been sobbing. I was just talking with customer support with my bank. I was calling about some bank stuff. The lady, like, was super nice. So she called me Mr. Carter, which is, I mean, like, my voice is deep, I get it. I was like, oh, actually, it's Miss Carter. And she's like, oh, sorry. And then she just proceeded to call me Carter. <laughs> but she kept saying, sir. And it is accidental, and she'd correct herself. But at some point during the call, I just started sobbing. Because, like, you know, the, the dysphoria has been a lot lately. I feel so bad because she, she heard me sobbing. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I know how it feels, sir. I mean, ma'am. God. <laughs> I don't blame her at all. <laughs> Mr. Sapita. Are you a sexual pervert? It has nothing to do with you. Why are you telling us to leave? Because you can't be doing, you can't take film in here. You cannot. We see, to, look, there's people right there in the front row recording. Look at that woman in the corner. I don't see anybody recording. What are you talking about? There is a 50-year-old male that has invaded the change room and showers of 13-year-old girls. The 50-year-old man changing with 13 year old girls do you have a record of sexual perversion protect me from these people P protect us from what david menzies for rebel news here in barry ontario while well, i'm standing in the east bayfield community center that is the venue for the trojan cup it's a swimming competition and guess who is dropping by the pool for a dip yes none other then Nicholas J. Sapita, AKA Melody Wiseheart. He is the 50 year old man we discovered swimming with 
girls as young as 13 at the Markham Pan Am Center just north of Toronto in October. Well, he's back. It's like Jaws 2, isn't it? And the thing is, why? Why is this being tolerated? For starters, consider that the world's governing body, that would be World Aquatics, introduced regulations earlier this year that state male swimmers who transitioned after puberty cannot swim with females. Sapita transitioned well after puberty, so he's breaking the rules of the world governing body and Swim Ontario, Swim Canada, this community centre, they seem to have absolutely no problem with that. And by the way, this is not to say Nicholas Sapita should be banned from the pool. What World Aquatics did was introduce another category specifically for transgender people. And you know, at the World Swimming Championships back in October in Berlin, Germany, not one person entered the other category. So you have to wonder, don't you folks, um, the trans community has been screaming for years and years, tolerance, acceptance, we want to compete. Well, World Aquatics allowed that to give them their own division. Nobody showed up, so maybe there's something else at play. And by that, I mean, is Nicholas Sapita, I don't know, does he have a fetish? Does he want to go into the girls' change room? Does he want to shower with 13-year-old girls? That's what it looks like to me. My cameraman, uh, camerawoman rather, uh, Avery, spotted him going into the female change room. And nobody here, none of the officials, is stopping him from doing so. Again, who cares what Rebel News or David Menzies has to say about transgender athletes? This is the world governing body saying this is offside. In any event, we hope to interview Nicholas Sapita. I think he was tipped off that we were here and he entered the community center through a back entrance. Uh, perhaps we can catch him going out. In the meantime, we're gonna watch him swim. Just will you see the perverse visuals of a 50 year old man lining up against 13 and 17 year old girls. If you're not going to listen, I'm going to ask you to please stop recording me. Well, you're in a public place. There's no, there's no expectation of privacy. I'm going to call Mr. Oakley on you, so... <laughs> How you doing, sir? Do, do you know... Um, Please Wait, who are you? No, we're not, we're not doing this. Okay, well, you have no authorization to kick us out. Yes, we do. Are you a security guard? No. Okay. Then, have a nice facility day. Operators. Pardon me? Facility operators, David. Yeah, it's a public facility. There is a 50-year-old man competing against 13-year-olds and changing in the girl's shower. Are you going to do anything about that? No, it's got nothing to do with me, David. You just, Why aren't you going to do anything about that? You have, to be out, you have to go outside, okay? You got to go outside. I don't think so. I, we're here to cover some perversity happening in this swimming pool. It's got nothing to do with me, David. Okay. Well, if it's nothing to do with you, why are you telling us to leave? Because you can't be doing, you can't take film in here. You cannot 
we see t look there's people right there in the front row recording look at that woman in the corner i don't see anybody recording what are you talking about that woman right there okay okay you know what i'm tired of this we're gonna call the police we're because you have a 50 year old man changing with 13 year old girls do you think that's right no comment no comment you don't think that what about you sir do you think that's right do you have a daughter about us yeah no it's about a 50 year old man who might be a sexual pervert showering with 13 year old girls and you're happy with that to leave okay we are going to call police well folks you saw it yourselves some people who would not identify themselves said we're not allowed to film there are tons of people recording in the spectator value uh, gallery look avery there's the lady in the black top she's filming totally unmolested but the real story is they are protecting what we think might be a sexual pervert, a 50-year-old man swimming with girls who are minors and apparently changing and showering with them too. You know what? They said they're calling the police on me. I'm calling the police on them. Yes, hi there. Um, I'm at the East Bayfield Community Center and there is a 50-year-old male that has invaded the change room and showers of 13-year-old girls. Okay, I have a call in here for officers to attend the center there. He's, he's on, in the swimming area now, is that correct? He is on the uh, swimming deck, that's right. He just had a swim in the pool. Well, there you go, folks. For a change, we called the police. And why did we call the police? Because we are seeing, as I said earlier, perversity in the pool. He has absolutely no right, according to the world governing body for swimming, that would be World Aquatics, to be swimming with biological females, let alone biological female minors. And yet it's being tolerated. And as you saw, the people running this community center the cowards wouldn't give their name. They were ejecting us based on a no filming rule. But you know, the thing is, we made a printout of the photography regulations and the video regulations. And essentially, it's not to publish unflattering shots, anything of a sexual nature, and of course, not to go into change rooms, bathrooms, and showers while filming. Isn't that interesting? Uh, they don't want a camera going into the shower that a 13 year old girl is in but if you're a 50 year old male with your wedding tackle still attached that's equity diversity tolerance and all the rest of that rubbish this is the crime happening here we just watched nicholas sapita swim against seven other competitors and guess what folks this gender bending grifter came in sixth place that's right swimming against teenage girls he came in six out of eight what a loser we finally have a definitive answer to where nicholas sapita changes and showers it is in the girls dressing room i saw it myself with my own eyes he didn't go into the male dressing room. He didn't go into the family dressing room. Mr. Sapita. 
what, what is your deal? Why are you swimming with 13-year-olds? Why are you breaking world aquatic rules? Why are you running? What are you? Mr. Sapita, are you a sexual pervert? Why won't you answer these questions? Why are you breaking world aquatic rules? You transitioned after puberty, did you not? Mr. Sapita, why are you a coward? Do you have a, do you have a record of sexual perversion? Protect me from these people. Pr protect us from what? Where are you going? <laughs> But do you think it's appropriate? A 50-year-old man competing and changing and showering with 13-year-old girls? No. No? Okay. How does that nursery rhyme go, folks? See how they run? And that rat really went into an Olympic-style sprint. I wonder if he's running races against 13-year-old girls, too. This is an absolute joke that this individual is being allowed to compete against biological females that are a third of his age. And this is on Swim Canada. This is on Swim Ontario. And this is on the Barry uh, Trojans Swim Club as well for being accommodated in such a fashion. And we are the bad guys in this. We have the community center employees phoning the police. It's been almost an hour now. They still haven't arrived. I don't know if we should stick around. We phoned the police too. Uh, but I guess they know where to reach us. In any event, this is the latest in transanity. We're not going to let this story go, folks. We're going to keep covering it. This is, as I said earlier, perversity in the pool. For Rebel News, I'm David the Menzoid Menzies. Well, you know, I think that white people are committed to being villains in the aggregate, right? The real sort of issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it, is one, I think that white people viscerally fear. It's not that white people don't know, right, what they have done. They know. They fear that there is no other way to be human but the way in which they are human, which is to, so you know, like you talk to white people and whenever you, you really want to have a reckoning about it, they say stuff like, you know, it's just human nature. If y'all had all of this power, you would have done the same thing, right? And it's like, no, that's what white humans did. White human beings thought there's a world here and we own it. Prior to them, black and brown people have been sailing across oceans, interacting with each other for centuries without total subjugation, domination, and colonialism. We have seen uh, what, a, what a show this iteration of treatment of, of other human beings means and that my hope is that we would do it differently you know in the moments when we have some power we will not do it perfectly but i do think that all of us can sort of agree that a politics that says like there are superior and inferior human beings just isn't the way to go and that's the thing that white people don't trust us to do because they are so corrupt you know, their thinking is so morally and spiritually bankrupt about power that they can't let, you know, they fear viscerally, existentially letting go of power because they cannot imagine that there is another way to be. It is either that you dominate or you are dominated. And isn't it sad that that, that is spiritually who they are and that they can't imagine a sort of more expansive notion of the world?
the thing I want to say to you is we got to take these motherfuckers out. But I know, but like, we can't say that, right? We can't say, like, I don't believe in a project of violence. I truly don't. Because I think in the end that our souls suffer from that. And I do think that some of this is a spiritual condition. So here is where I land most days about white people. Um, and I actually have been helped in this by thinking about indigenous people, right? See, part of the challenge of, around whiteness is that it totally skews our view of everything, right? I gave this like TED talk about this some years back. And one of the reasons I was trying to think about it is like the, the world didn't start when white people arrived in America and tried to tell all the rest of us how things were going to go. There were people out here making worlds, Africans and indigenous people being brilliant and, you know, libraries and inventions and, you know, vibrant notions of humanity and cross-cultural exchange long before white people showed up being raggedy and violent and terrible and trying to take everything from everybody. And that's really important because if we believe that history starts for us when white people drag us to these shores, then we can never get outside of the notion that this is going to be our existential struggle all things that begin end. White folks are not infinite and eternal, right? They ain't gonna go on for infinity and infinity. And that's super important to remember that white colonialism and imperialism has a beginning. And in my way of thinking about the world, that means it has an end. And so part of what we are trying to do is to imagine what it, what are the steps that we must take to get to the other side of this very inconvenient you know, epochal interruption of like black and indigenous world making. I mean, does that give people comfort on the day to day when you like just having to deal with white folks and the tra you know, the travesties that they create and the sense that they want to destroy the planet? Nah, there is a world beyond even our sojourn on the earth. And so whiteness is going to have an end date because it, it is not despite what white people think of themselves, they do not defy the laws of eternity, right? Their projects are not so sophisticated that the natural laws of physics change for them. And when we sort of humble them in the, in humble our own understandings of whiteness, it seems like the biggest giant that we face. But in the end, right, it is what I like to say is, you know, black folks were out here for centuries and centuries and millennia doing all kinds of wonderful things and probably some up things too but whiteness is largely an you know an inconvenient interruption and so we then get to ask ourselves so why am i here in this moment of it like damn you know why did i show up in this particular iteration and it's like well i think we showed up in this iteration precisely so that we could um <clears throat> god that tranny stuff's fucking horrible but as you saw there we also had um Freaking men, all this freaking competition stuff. It's, it's, dude, th this stuff bad. This is male identifies a woman fantasized about breastfeeding this baby. He says it's been his dream for decades. That's all I have to say. That's it. Nothing else to say. And then we have a woman talking about more racist stuff, and it's okay to be racist because when you're black, you can be racist, I guess. I think that's the way we're doing it. Going to do our 100 things white people shouldn't do. We're on 21 now. But when we do have something to say about it, listen, share articles relating to everyday experience of race and racism written by people of color. So somehow we're supposed to judge 
um, a person's writing by their race. I don't know how you fucking do that. Don't be the person that is weird and sycophantic and loves to demonstrate their wokeness constantly to people of color around them. Be thoughtful. That's you, whoever wrote this fucking article for Vice. Read books by people of color. Watch shows that are created by people of color. I crooked eye and watch your TV movies. If they don't have people of color, don't watch them. If you go to an art gallery, only look at people of color stuff. If a character you assume was white in a book is portrayed as an actor of color in the movie, embrace it. Support plays written by people of color. Refuse to go to nightclubs or drag show or less nights that use culturally appropriative acts. So basically, be a bigot. That's that's what we're gonna be. They're like, be a bigot. That's what we want you to do. I, once again, every one of these things that we go through, it sounds pretty, uh, pretty, pretty fucking bigotedy, bigotty, which I don't think is a thing. Veterans won't help the recruiting crisis until our issues are addressed. This is an article by a vet. I really like it that literally says, you know, um, no, we're not going to do that. We're not helping you. Because technically, you haven't helped any vets at all. Army wants, uh, Army leaders want soldiers to write about issues facing the force. And I guarantee all these are going to be anti-wokeness. And then they're going to say we have an army problem about wokeness. And then they're going to make everybody go to EO classes. Because that's what they did when they talked about race. And I've talked about it before on the show. Gave a survey. The majority of people was the majority of people a race. Well, I was in a unit. It was only two white guys and 14 African-Americans. So we answered it as we were the minority. Huge drama ensued. Army is totally racist because everywhere people did that. Because if you're in service of support or in southern units in TDA, everybody's African-American. So there's very few whites. This chick is the first sniper to graduate sniper school. And I think that's pretty cool. But I'm pretty sure she's not a chick. She's gender neutral. I looked it up. So she's not a chick. She's a chick now. So the army could say, we did something for chicks. But then they won't. Total number of VA claims lost on online system tops 120,000 and the problem they don't know they lost. So poor dudes are sitting there wondering what the fuck Chuck and their shit's never gonna come back. And that's really sad. And then last but not least, uh, Google. Let me just go put it on here. Put it on. Just put that shit on. Free speech, Google launches new AI with toxicity evaluations. So basically, it's going to be AI that is going to uh, punish you for saying anything other than what they want you to say. So, yeah, free speech on Google is not free speech. And that is another episode of Flower Politic Podcast. Please share this with your family and friends. Go to Flower Politic with K and SoundCloud 482467 or Rumble. Email me at foppodcast at gmail.com. I did get an email, so I kind of answered it during this section. But a person asking why I was talking about other women when I'm married. And uh, really not. I'm commenting that they're cute or I have a crush, which my wife has crushes on people. But I'm just in a phase of my marriage where we just don't. We're roommates, so not cheating, not looking for other women. 
I have silly little crushes, and all it is is to make me feel something. Sounds sad? It is. It's pathetic. She'll be my wife, but she's kind of checked out. So it happens. But we're best friends. We've been together for 36 years. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to cheat on her. I'm not looking for women. Just every once in a while, I enjoy looking at a pretty girl and going, that's a pretty girl. Not sexually, but spiritually. So I think that answers the anonymous question from somebody. Disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the AS. We're going to go with the 15th of December, year of the Lord, 2023. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care. Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives.